You're listening to the best breakfast show in the land. So on the line, uh, we've got Sepo Khadima, independent economic and energy analyst, to try and help us make sense of this. Uh, Sepo, good morning. Welcome to the show, sir. Good morning to you and good morning to the listeners of Radio 2000. Um, so as someone that deals with these issues, um, what is your feeling around the increase? Do you think it's justified? Sepo? Maybe he's got load shedding. Sepo, <laughs> <laughs> are you back there? I am back with you and I can hear you loud and clear. No, I was saying that maybe it's load shedding. That's why the connection is it bad. Is, it, is, it is load shedding. Sepo, so, so as someone that actually understands this, right, to a layperson like myself, is this justified, this increase? Not at all. It is uh, exorbitant and extortionist. And he is going to add to the financial woes of ESCOM. And this is something that uh, many of us have been warning about. In fact, when the electricity tariff increases were the instrument of choice for funding of Midupi and Kosila at the time, we warned that uh, there is no project, a capital project of that nature anywhere in the world that has successfully been financed. Uh, with the expectation of the future flow of tariffs. You mm. must be fully funded at the beginning. But uh, it then became an addictive um, drug for ESCOM that uh, they became inefficient. And every year, understanding that uh, government will lean on NERSA to always approve these exorbitant tariffs in a situation where by now, in the last 10 years, electricity tariffs have increased by a whopping 753%. This uh, 18.65% brings us to 80, 893% tariff increase. Then the 12% that will then come in the coming year, 2024, means that in a span of 12 years, electricity tariffs in South Africa will have increased by well over 1,007%. Look, as, 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 a, as a layperson, you know, sitting here, I'm thinking I'm paying more for service, which I hardly ever have, okay? Um, how do they, as nurse, calculate how much the increase needs to be? What do they take into consideration? Um, if you look at the fact that we don't have electricity, um, they made they ran at a loss, um, you know, in March 22 of 12.3 billion rand in the year end. So, so, so how do they actually calculate that this is the justified amount for them to, to take it up? It is guesswork. I mean, the 18.65% is two and a half times more than the rate of inflation. If anything, they should have at least given an inflation-linked tariff increase, but they awarded two and a half times more and will be the same going into the following year. It is all guesswork, and it's guesswork on the following basis. By ESCOM's own account, from its own audited financial statements, it costs them 42 cents to generate a kilowatt hour of electricity from coal. It costs them 9 cents a kilowatt hour to generate electricity from nuclear. So the cost at the very most to generate a kilowatt of electricity is 42 cents. Anything over and above that is uh, part of the rampant looting, corruption, inefficiency that you can refer to. Because they have never been able to make a justifiable cause as to how can the cost of transmission and distribution of electricity then account for, as as well as maintenance of the plant, uh, account for that. Now, take into account 
the entire staff of ESCOM costs no more than 32 billion rent a year. That is their salary bill of everybody else. We know that they are uh, overstaffed at Megawatt Park. I think in 2015, when we did a study, they had uh, over 300 managers who were just milling around there, had no work to do, and that has been part of the problem in terms of the inefficiency in decision-making at ESCOM. And then when you take into account the maintenance, which also is for the boilers of ESCOM, the power stations, is no more than 14 billion rent a year. You can add another 7 billion rent or so. That comes to about 21 billion rent. Maintenance of the transmission as well as the distribution grid. The question, therefore, will be, where else is this inefficiency, this wastage? And that inefficiency and wastage is really been a result nothing to do with electricity generation, transmission or distribution. had everything to do with corruption. Whether you're talking about the new build program at BDP and Kosele, whether you're talking about uh, the very bizarre uh, energy policy which the government Mm. has ramped on ESCOM of independent power producers, whether you're talking about the take-or-pay coal supply contracts, all of those add an extra 80 billion rent a year of an artificial cost structure on ESCOM, and you need a chief executive officer who can have the courage, who can have the gumption, and who can uh, really withstand the the interference from the politicians and cancel all those contracts and save 80 billion rent a year in ESCOM's coffers. Yeah. Well, what we are seeing now is that uh, between the year 2015 and 2022, ESCOM lost 5,000 megawatts which migrated in terms of demand. That demand migrated off-grid. Doesn't mean it's not there. So ESCOM is selling lesser electricity than it did eight years earlier because of this exorbitant electricity tariffs. That is uh, the problem that we are talking about. On the other hand, because of this increasing electricity tariffs, for those that don't have an option, we have seen a higher scale of defaults whereby electricity users are defaulting on their payment due to ESCOM and ESCOM now has have had to rely on bailouts year in year out just this uh, past financial year that ended March 2022 ESCOM received a bailout of 71 billion rent made up by uh, 31 billion or so from National Treasury and then the other they it was money that they borrowed from the capital markets but all of that was just you know falling into a bottomless pit because it doesn't go towards ensuring that the system remains stable that ESCOM mm. can be a reliable supplier of electricity but ESCOM's mandate as per the ESCOM Convention Act is a very simple mandate produce electricity reliably in the least cost manner possible in an environmentally friendlier way. And that's not what they're doing. That's not what they're doing. If ESCOM did that, there should be no reason whatsoever ESCOM to be making this very demand. So 2023 is a make or break year for ESCOM. And unfortunately, everything that has been done, it means that ESCOM is going to be completely be broken up notwithstanding that you have got even a government that insists that ESCOM must be broken up into three divisions, which is generation, transmission, and uh, distribution, three separate entities, and but they have not even taken 
time to go and amend, amend the ESCOM Convention Act, which makes it peremptory, obligatory. It, is, it, it can't do it any other way. ESCOM must remain an integrated utility, and hence I always refer that anyone who has ever uh, been anywhere near megawatt and have to deal with electricity, they should know of a coffee table book called The Symphony of Power. The title, The Symphony, is very instructive as to what type of a utility ESCOM must remain. And if anyone understood and knew the difference and relationship between current and voltage or a megawatt and a megawatt hour, there is no way they would ever promote policies which bring about the uh, disintegration, the fragmentation of uh, the energy system of South Africa in Sebo? terms of the breakup of ESCOM, they would want ESCOM to remain an integrated utility, to remain competitive so that South Africa can therefore itself have a hope of build, rebuilding the economy, attracting the energy intensive industries and investments which are labor intensive and, and not, therefore it Sebo? becomes a win for all. And, and it's not doing that. We've literally got 10 seconds, right, before I have to go to news. In terms of load shedding, do we see an end in sight? Not at all. In the next month or so, the electricity grid will collapse completely. Tepo uh, Khadima is an independent in eco- economic and energy analyst here on the Best Picture Show in the country. Tepo, thank you so much. Thank you. Hashtag the takeoff at Radio 2000 ZA on all social media platforms. Be part of an award-winning team.